0: I'm a very special guest at this time. He's part of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Fallout Down Under Tour, which is going to be hitting our shores in the coming days. He's a former Ring of Honor champion, WWE Intercontinental champion. The list goes on. And he's the American Nightmare, it is Cody Rhodes. Hello and welcome. Hey, man. How are you? I'm very well here. Uh, Like I said, uh, looking forward to uh, this New Japan Pro Wrestling Tour. Uh, It's the first time it's going to be coming to Australia. What's it like to be part of the crew that's going to be part of this inaugural tour?
1: I think uh, everyone's particularly very excited. And, you know, it's a real measured decision for New Japan to, you know, its second expansion show, the first being in the United States, the second one to be uh, in Australia. It speaks highly to the fact that the Australian fans are wonderful. Uh, So that's, something we're all looking forward to and i know i am uh, very much excited to get over there
0: now it's uh, got a great lineup there uh some of the best wrestlers arguably uh, in the world uh not just only including yourself there but the iwgp uh champion uh, being Okada, uh and just across the ditch from australia here new zealand's own jay white uh, suzuki's going to be in the lineup i mean uh what can the australian audiences expect
1: well i think if you're not familiar with new japan uh pro wrestling um it's very easy to become familiar New Japan world is incredibly accessible and has the English commentary if you need it um but I think for fans coming to these events they're gonna see really kind of the sports side of sports entertainment uh that's where New Japan skews you know the strong style and uh, uh you know a really like kind of an athletic competition um and you have some of the absolute, the absolute best. There's, this is such a crazy time, and in, in wrestling, if you look at the the names, you know, just the guys you mentioned, Okada, Jay White, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, myself. It's amazing that we're all on this same, you know, roster, all part of the same outlet. And I, I I don't know how New Japan's managed to get us all in one room, but uh, it, it makes for an incredibly good show.
0: There's actually going to be some Australian wrestlers on this tour as well um, from independent promotions around the country. I think uh, Jack Bonza, um, I think uh, Nick Mar- uh, Moretti, uh, there's also Robbie Eagles. Are you uh, excited to check out the local talent?
1: Yeah, I think it's a huge opportunity. Um, sharing the locker room with some of the absolute best in the world and from what I hear, you know, guys like Robbie Eagles uh, particularly, they're going to fit in just fine. Um, and, you know, wrestling is wrestling is a language all to itself. You you can go anywhere with it and, and you don't have to be from that country or speak the language and you're able, your music can transcend borders and cultures. Wrestling is everywhere. And uh, this will give an opportunity for guys like that who who want to take their their stuff out, you know, everywhere. I'm very much looking forward to sitting at the curtain and watching uh, all the local Australian guys. And Robbie Eagles that last what night is in a triple threat with me and Will Osprey, and uh, it'll be it'll be really uh, interesting to see and. Uh, you know, get a first-hand perspective on on the talent in Australia.
0: Now, most wrestling fans, they uh, will know you from your time in the WWE uh, as the son of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, the brother of Gold Dust. Uh, When you were growing up, did you feel the pressure to become a wrestler? Because, I mean, my old man said to me, don't become a carpenter, so I didn't, so I got into radio. Was there any kind of discussion like that with your father?
1: Yeah, I mean, very similar to... (laughs) Your experience as far as he didn't want me to uh, to be involved with uh, professional wrestling. I I he he and you know until until he passed away, my dad wanted me to be an actor. <laughs> that, is, that is what he wanted for me. Um, but he also recognized that I loved it. You know, as a kid, I watched every pay per view with my eyes glued to the screen without blinking, and I had my heroes and favorites and. Uh, my you know Hasbro ring and all the figures I just was obsessed with it and um he recognized that so he gave me the uh the in you know to get right in and because of who he was it was very easy for me to get into wrestling and get involved with the right people uh as far as training is concerned and you know, pretty much started with OVW when I wanted to start. And um, yeah, so he didn't want me in it, but he absolutely gave me the tools to succeed in it.
0: Well, speaking of that, I mean, uh, great pedigree that you've come from. Uh, what's the best advice that you got from your father?
1: You know, I mean, almost every time I talked to him, he would have something brilliant. You know, he was, Paul Heyman dubbed him as a super genius. And uh, that was always the way he referred to him. And that's how he was. He just, he had done this for so long and lived it, performer, producer, everything. He, he just could see things that we couldn't see, uh, especially as a performer only that I couldn't see, and he'd always have something really special to share. I talked to him every week uh, when he was alive after, after my shows, and he always had something really special. It's these little things that, like... He'd always get. He had these little pet peeves that I, I still haven't broken myself of, like chewing fake gum out of nervousness when you're making your entrance. Uh, uh, you know, making sure that you always hit your finish in a match. There was just these things he always said, and uh, I can I, I hear his voice a lot uh, when I'm in there now. It's really great.
0: And uh, any any knowledge that you did uh, gain from your father and your brother, um, could, what could you instill? In the future generation of wrestlers uh trying to make it in the business, is there one bit of advice you could pass on? yeah
1: just bet on yourself you're, you're you're your instrument um it doesn't mean don't take advice but but don't take orders either you know this is this is you go out there and you play and and the fans are really the only people who should dictate which which direction you go. It doesn't mean don't have advisors. It doesn't mean don't don't learn from all the the absolute best. It's just one of those things that no one's gonna be as passionate about your career as you are personally. So to bet on yourself is always a good
0: bet. I'm going to throw a bit of a hard one at you Cody Uh, You're part of uh, arguably one of the biggest factions In wrestling at the moment, the Bullet Club But there appears to be a bit of tension within the group Especially between yourself and Kenny Omega Who will also be on this Australian tour Um, You did recently attack uh, Kenny, Uh, could you say this is a bit of a Paul McCartney, John Lennon Type of issue here, trying to prove who the boss is Or is there perhaps some professional Jealousy rearing its ugly head here
1: I think uh, the, the Paul McCartney, it's the first time I've heard it um i heard a parallel like that with mccartney and lennon but i think that's an outstanding way to look at it i don't think you know uh people had so many questions coming out of sapporo i don't think it's about the bullet club as much as it's about you know who's better uh kenny has the reputation of being the best wrestler in the world and I have a reputation of having an incredibly mainstream appeal that he doesn't. And I think both both have put us in a situation where we want to know. Uh, and maybe I was, you know, jump the gun on it all, but we want to know who's, who's better. And uh, we want the fans to know, too. It's less about who's in charge of the Bullet Club and more about uh, who's better.
0: I mean, that's why I brought up the uh, professional jealousy there. Obviously, co-main event in Wrestle Kingdom 12 with Jericho um, and you recently losing the Ring of Honor um, Championship. Is a like a point, you feel that you, you have a point to prove?
1: Uh, I think I always have a point to prove. Even, even when I feel I'm at my most successful, there's always more. Um, you know, wrestling has so many colorful characters and players in it. That even when you enjoy what someone else does, it makes you wanna. Well, how how do I do that? Or or how can I do something better? that's the beauty of it. It's not it's not mean spirited always. A lot of times, it's just the competition. That's that's really you know really what it is. And uh, yeah, no, I uh, I think I always have something to prove. Um, you know, and I think fans of mine. That's they like to see it proven. And critics, they like to see it disproven, you know? And that that's what makes for a really wonderful uh, engagement and connection with the audience, is those people who absolutely can't stand you and those people who would do anything for you. Um, that's why our fans are the best.
0: And so you could say uh, on this uh, Australian tour with New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Bullet Club will not implode?
1: No, I don't think the Bullet Club will implode, but I didn't think it was going... Uh, I didn't think Sapporo would happen either. And there's so many other factors to the Bullet Club. There's the original uh, guys. You have Tama, you have Fale. uh, Then there's uh, the Young Bucks, who are really a brand onto themselves. Uh, You have so so many kind of combustible factors. Whenever you have a faction uh, like the Bullet Club that's had such success, especially in the last year, financially success, you know, the, the the higher you rise, the, the the worse the fall is, and and who, who knows where we go from here.
0: Now you mentioned that um, you've said uh, in the past since leaving uh, WWE and going it by yourself, you've benefited greatly both financially and as a performer. Uh, what are the chances of you uh, stepping back into a WWE ring? And just a follow up question to that, or do you want to build up the brand that is uh, Ring of Honor in New Japan Pro Wrestling and be the face and uh, perhaps be a competitor to the WWE?
1: Well, I think today it's not so much about competition as it is variety. The world is so much smaller in terms of fans can they can see everybody everywhere thanks to social media. Um, I think with Ring of Honor, them offering me domestically in the United States such a large contract, uh, I make great uh, great strides and great efforts to to be the face of their promotion and to have their promotion continue to grow. They mean a great deal to me and uh, they've made it clear. I mean a lot to them. I I very much uh, love that new Japan. um, The partnership with ring of honor makes it possible for the crossover to exist. And I think more than ever in 2018, I'll be involved with new Japan pro wrestling. Um, They have a great spot in my heart Uh, with WWE. I think a lot of people leave, uh, with the idea of, okay, I'm definitely going to come back. And maybe that was the case when I left. Uh, but I, I don't think for me, that's ever been the case. I have a lot of love for WWE. It's a house that built me. And, uh, you know, they, they are just a wonderful company that does wonderful things, but it's not on my mind, um, to go, to go back. It's, it's, it seems this path we're on right now, wrestling being as crazy as it is, it's going somewhere else. And I'm not even sure where it is it's going. I just kind of follow. And um, WWE has really not crossed my mind uh, any any time recently. Um, but you never know. Um, absolutely. I think it's silly to say I'll for sure go back. And I think it's silly to say that, uh, you know, I absolutely won't go back. It all kind of depends on uh, on how I continue to do.
0: And I mean, from a fan's perspective, I mean, I've really kind of only recently, um, got into New Japan Pro Wrestling and the Ring of Honor. Uh, I mean, I guess I was kind of a bit, had to un-WWE-anize myself if that's even a a term there, but I think it's great the likes of yourself, the Kenny Omegas, uh, you know, getting a big name not only for yourself but for the company to, I guess, show the casual wrestling fan, hey, there's another option here as, as, you know, some people might not be aware of it. Yeah,
1: I think that's all it is. It's another option. And, uh, and as a, it's not so much about companies as it is individual competitors. There are guys uh, in, who, in NXT who are terrified of Kenny Omega because of how good he is in the ring. But they take that and it, they use that as fuel to be the absolute best. Um, you're going to see the absolute best wrestling uh, on all pretty much firing on all cylinders. WWE is going to enter a time when it's at its best. NXT is going to be at its best. Ring of Honor at its best. And New Japan at its best because it's it, you can't not be. It used to be okay to just be a good wrestler. You have to be pretty, you know, otherworldly at this current state to get noticed. And uh, that's great for the fans.
0: Katie I really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat to me. Uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Tour is the first ever Australian tour. Fallout Down Under kicks off uh, next week on uh, Feb 16 in Adelaide and making its way through most of the capital cities. Um, thank you very much. Uh, and in closing, uh, anything um, that uh, we can expect from yourself or the, the crew?
1: You know, this is uh, kind of new grounds for New Japan. This is their first Australian tour. Uh, and you never forget your first. So the effort to, to make this memorable is, is absolutely full speed ahead, and I can't wait to get down there.
0: The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, thank you very much, and uh, all the best in the future.
1: Thank you.